Hello, welcome back to Let's Talk Title with Emmercoast Title Services. I'm ECTS President Dion Moniz, and of course we have our Vice President Casey King. Hello. Episode four. You're getting to be a real pro, Dion. I'm following your lead. <laughs> so today we're doing things a little bit different. We have a special guest we're going to have for the entire episode, Robert Ward with Remax by the Sea. And Robert's going to, uh, instead of Casey and I talking about why attorneys are important in title companies, kind of seems self-serving, we thought it might be good to bring in a real estate agent who has benefited from having lawyers in the title company. So we're going to let you hear a little bit from Robert as we get through this subject. But Robert, first, okay. I kind of want you to tell us and, and our audience a little bit about you and Remax by the Sea. Okay, um, I'm Robert Ward. I've been selling real estate in the Panhandle for a little over 17 years now. I've worked at other brokerage. I opened my own brokerage uh, about eight years ago and then expanded out about four years ago to Remax. Uh, good decisions, worked well for us. Uh, we have a little over 38 agents. Uh, we've got two locations. We've got one at Miramar Beach at a building called The Summit. We've got a second location down on 30A uh, in Blue Mountain, Santa Rosa Beach, and um, pretty active in the area and um, just enjoy what we do and uh, just moving forward with it and um, have been using Emerald Coast title for a number of years. And we thank you for it. Yes, <laughs> we greatly appreciate it. It's been great working with you through all the years. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about why it's important to have attorneys in the title company. And not just having attorneys in a title company, but Robert, to your point earlier when we were talking about having access to those attorneys, right? Right. Uh, absolutely. We've, um, I, as far as the title company goes, a lot of people can close properties, but a lot of times we, some of our agents, including myself, we have some concerns with, with the transaction and, and the contract and, and it gets timely. So you need access to a real estate attorney. And uh, I can call Emerald Coast Title. Uh, if someone doesn't pick up the phone or attorney to answer my question, they get right back with, but normally they're, they're there for me. So, and we appreciate that. It's been a big, it's been a big uh, help to me and my agents. And so not every title company has lawyers. Right. Uh, not all, or if they do have lawyers and not always licensed in Florida. Right. You don't have to be a title company does not have to have lawyers in order to write title in Florida. Correct. Um, it's different in Alabama. Exactly. <laughs> so at ECTS, we have lawyers on staff at each office. I manage the desk and office. Casey manages our 30A office. And so we always try to be available for uh, questions and issues that come up. So, but first I want to talk about who gets to pick the closing company. So Casey, why don't you kind of explain that? Well, it's set forth in the contract. Uh, I believe it's paragraph nine in Farbar and paragraph five in Chris. And typically um, the party paying for title gets to pick the title company. And in uh, Walton County and Okaloosa County, it's typical for the buyer to pay title insurance. Um, there are five counties in in the state of Florida in which it, the buyer typically pays um, title insurance. That means there are 62 other counties in which it's the opposite. Right. <laughs> so, so does that mean that, but that, is that written in stone though, so no, to speak? So that's a negotiable not. item. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's just what's typical in this area. But in Bay County, the seller typically pays title. Exactly. And so depending on what side of the deal you're on, you might actually want to negotiate to where 
your client pays for the title, even if that's not the standard for that county, sure. mm -hmm. because there may be a reissue credit that they get mm -hmm. uh, credit or to get to take advantage of, or you might want to be able to steer who's doing the closing because you know it's going to be complex and that title company sure. can get it done faster or more efficiently, something like that. So, right. so yeah, that's definitely a negotiating point um, to answer your question, Robert. Just about everything can <clears throat> be negotiated in the in contract. contract. <laughs> yes, exactly. And of course, we love seeing Emerald Coast Title Services right. on that yes. line in the contract. So. And when it starts, some of the negotiating starts, a lot of times, that's when you do need an attorney. <laughs> there gets to be a gray area in there sometimes, and you, you need a little guidance on that. If there's, and, and real estate, you really don't want gray area. Right. And let's talk about that, because that is one of the main areas that we provide our assistance um, as lawyers with the title company. And I guess I forgot to mention, we do have another lawyer in the title company, yes, Allison Hand, who's also our closing agent in, in uh, 30A. So yes. sorry about that, Allison. Um, so anyway, helping agents draft terms for the contract. Uh, the verbiage. Uh, absolutely. This uh, There's a part in this contract that says additional terms. Mm -hmm. And sometimes... That's not even enough space to do the additional terms. So you end up doing it. You end up doing an addendum. But with that being said, it it has to be clear for both parties, the seller and the buyer. Right. And it, again, no gray area. So a lot of times, uh, again, Sherry and I both uh, support our agents. They'll call me or they'll call her uh, about additional terms because the buyers and the sellers. A lot of times this. It's just day and time. They've got their own way. To, they want to present certain things. Well, it's not always a legal way to do it. So if there's a gray area there, I'll tell my agents, I'm not sure about that. Why don't you call the title company? 99% of the time, it's Emerald Coast title. They get their answers from the attorneys there. The contract holds together and it keeps flowing smoothly. So it's good to have access to a real estate attorney and under those circumstances, I feel like. Because one of the things that we like to do is we'll have an agent call and say, hey, I've got this special situation that's not addressed by the contract. Right. What kind of special terms do I need to draft? You and I will actually type it up in an email yes. for that agent to cut mm -hmm. and paste into the contract. So Absolutely. Y'all have done that for us a number of times. <clears throat> and we're glad to do it. That's sure. one of the services we provide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Short-term rentals. That's something that's not addressed. Oh, yes. Exactly. If it's not properly addressed in an addendum, then so many things can go wrong. We get with, that a lot. Yeah. Who gets the uh, the rental? At, at a at, certain mm -hmm. day, yeah. We, we've had and what that. happens if they cancel the rentals because of the closing and then the closing's extended for 30 to 60 days? We've had that issue come up. Absolutely. They think they I don't want to put you on the spot here. <laughs> hey, we live to be on the spot. <laughs> you know, so the contract's drawn up and about the short-term rentals, mm -hmm. but no one addresses that, and it goes to closing. How is that handled? I have a perfect example that a realtor did not come to us. Uh, he was on the buyer side. So it was a short-term rental. The buyer was buying the property because of the cash flow. They had, I can't remember, it was around $60,000 worth of reservations already on the books for the unit. Yeah. Well, they didn't address it in the terms of the contract. The seller happened to have other rental properties at the time. As soon as the property went under contract, the seller pulled those reservations and moved them to his other rental properties. And so the buyer suddenly lost around $60,000 worth of reservations yeah. that he was counting on or valuing with the property. 
And because it wasn't addressed in the contract, the seller was perfectly legal to do that. And so had it been addressed, they would have said all closings on the books as of the closing remain property of the seller. I'm sorry, the buyer. Mm -hmm. And so the seller wouldn't be able to move them uh, and otherwise it'd be legal ramifications. So that agent ended up eating his commission in order to help make up for those lost commissions or lost reservations. So that's that's a real world Real right. significant exactly. example on when you really need to have it properly addressed in the contract. That's right. Absolutely. So, all right. Another area we like to help with is we're under contract. Suddenly the parties start to get a little wishy-washy and someone thinks they might want to back out. So who gets the EMD? And so that's another thing. calls about that <clears throat> all the time. Exactly. And depending on the contract, whether it's far bar or crisp and depending on the circumstances, right. We have to advise the parties as to who the MD might go to if one side or the other backs out. And a lot of times we can help talk them off the cliff. Right. Because the buyer uh, might be backing out thinking they're going to get the EMD back. And we have to say, no, you're going to lose that EMD because of XYZ reasons. Sure. And suddenly they're a little more motivated to go through with the closing. Absolutely. It, it works. And especially coming, I think, from an attorney, it, 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 it's more wrong. Um, substantial there as far as the uh, final word on it so it's good and we've actually had calls too from our agent clients like you robert where you're on the buyer side and your buyer wants to get out and we'll have to try to figure out whether there's a way to get out and still get the emd back right versus not so mm -hmm. we've provided guidance on both sides of that mm -hmm. yeah. um so that's you know that's that's another example yes all right casey what about um the ability to cancel the contract or the rights of the parties if someone cancels. Because, you know, with COVID-19 coming along, yes, we had a lot of cancellations. Mm -hmm. And so we had to give advice on what the remedies were. Right, because Farbar didn't really uh, have as, <clears throat> as good of a way to get out under the force majeure clause as did uh, the Crest contract. So we drafted or you drafted um, an addendum that could be added to the contract in that additional terms that would apply to the pandemic. Yeah, we actually addressed that. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say you actually helped mm -hmm. one of our agents with that. That was one of the clauses that she, because COVID-19 was causing a lot of issues mm -hmm. like that. And uh, she they were pulling out. <clears throat> and there is a, an addendum, a COVID-19 addendum in our zip forms. But uh, it's a little clear, not clear on, on how they can pull out of it and still get their EMD back. So we did get y'all involved in on that one. Or she did. I didn't, but she did. And, th and then you have the, uh, there are parties that sometimes get confused on what the remedies are. Uh, if a seller backs out versus buyer backing out, is the EMD, is that the liquidated damages? Can you get specific performance? So that's another thing that we have to jump right. in and kind of advise. All right, if you go to court, these are your remedies sure. versus resolving it by splitting the EMD or, you know, spending and a bunch a of money on litigation. And a lot of times it's just a gray area. Uh, I think one of your agents called <clears throat> and asked about um, her buyer wanted to get out of a contract because when they went under contract, the house smelled fine. And when they went back, there was it was clear that okay. there was something going on. Yeah. 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 Um, so, and that's just a gray area sometimes that we have to try and to resolve. Yeah, absolutely. Resolve. I think in that particular situation, the buyer was also very concerned about his health and he, yes. he literally would not leave 
his residence where he was, where mm-hmm. he was living up in Georgia, I think it mm-hmm. was. And so, and so he had legitimate concerns. Sure. But the seller also was holding him to the contract mm-hmm. of the dates. But fortunately, um, y'all were able to get that worked out, and the contract moved forward. So. And so that's the, that's the last thing I want to get into uh, is legal issues that come up that could otherwise sidetrack a closing that we're able to help, whether it's something that Casey and I handle sure. or one of the other lawyers that are part of the law firm that's uh, side by side with the title company. You know, we have 90 lawyers and so we have all kinds of other expertise. And so let's touch briefly on some things that have come up during the closing process that would have otherwise delayed closing that we were able to, you know, keep, keep things going. Well, you've got a, you've got, got a really I've good story. One. The, um, we had a, a gentleman who had uh, divorced his wife. They owned the house together. He got the house. Um, they had a small child together, um, but then he passed away and he left all the property to the family with a minor child. So the, the ex-wife had to get the property sold, but the minor was still mm-hmm. part of that property. Mm-hmm. And I was not aware of this. And um, But from what I understand, a minor can't make any kind of call on real estate. Right. right. So, and that means his mother has to do it, but his mother can't do it unless some paperwork is sure. signed. So what, to make a long story short, she was very concerned about it. I reached out to Emerald Coast Tyler because they were doing the closing. Uh, actually, Casey knew what to do with it. It was taken care of. It, it reassured the seller where she was and she was happy, a layer of confidence there, and it moved forward. It was all about this one child um, having issues in the future with the real estate. And that's the first time in my 17 years that that ever came up. And you still have things like that to surface in real estate, and you do need an attorney, access to an attorney. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it works really great having the law firm uh, because instead and of... And all here is the sale. <laughs> exactly. Because instead of the party having to go find another lawyer and get it done on the side, we can kind of talk back and forth, the law firm and the title company, and get... Get things going a little oh, faster. Oh, it's all done yep. under one umbrella. And it's absolutely, because you don't get the phone call. Uh, like I, w- I would call Casey on it and she said, I'm working on it. If it, it involved another law firm, with I'd have to talk, call the title company. They'd have to call the other law t- attorney. And, and on. it just takes too, too many right. irons in the fire, so right. to speak. So Probates. it's very easy. Probates are a perfect example. Right. Yeah. We have those come up a lot sure. where it turns out the probate needs to be open. Yeah. And we'll shoot it over to Jane. Jane will get it all cleaned up really quick. And we're still able to close on time, whereas mm-hmm. that might not otherwise mm-hmm. happen. And a lot of times issues come up with um, associations um, that we have to kind of work through or even easements. <clears throat> Surveys, we had one where the legal descriptions were wrong on three properties, completely wrong. It was a Bayfront property. So one property, because the way it was described, had two docks. One had no dock. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. and yep. unfortunately, the parties had were friends, and so the buyers had gone ahead and demolished the kitchen and started doing some other work. They get to closing and realize that the legal description's wrong, and we've got to run scramble to get quick, quick claim deeds. Yeah. Um, but we got so, it done. Yeah, we got it done. So there's also seller financing docs 
uh, yeah. that we that we help a lot on. And um, someone's closing under an LLC, but they don't have governing docs in place. Mm -hmm. The lender always requires that, mm -hmm. so we can jump in and get those prepared so that the bank is satisfied and we can still close on time. Absolutely. The owner financing, what you were just talking about, has been. Uh, I've done several of those, and. What makes it kind of convenient is that a lot of times the buyer is wanting to move forward. The seller's in a position to sell the property and finance the property. And we do it all under one roof with the title company. The mortgages are drawn up, promissory notes. Everything is very smooth. And it gives your buyer and seller another layer of confidence in what you're doing. So it, it, it flows smooth when it's all under one roof. Right. You know. Well, hopefully we've done a little bit of uh, explaining our education on why it's important to have attorneys in a title company and access to those attorneys. So, Robert, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. We appreciate all the, the business that we've done together. I, I appreciate it, too. And I was going to tell you and uh, <clears throat> Casey that we do appreciate y'all doing these podcasts because it helps a lot. It helps the agents. Uh, they go in, they watch them. We cover some issues or y'all cover some issues that are concerned to them and they watch them. It's and they get something from it. So thank you again for taking the time out to do that. Absolutely. We're happy to. happy to. And we always want agents like yourself or people that are watching, if you have issues that you'd like us to address, shoot us an email, yeah, call us, text us, whatever. And if anyone is interested in learning more about Remax by the Sea, what's the website? Absolutely. Um, just, you can email me at Robert Earl at 30abythesea.com. E-A-R-L, Earl. E-A-R-L. All right. <laughs> Robert, thank you again. You're welcome. Casey, always a pleasure. Yes, always. So that's going to do it for this episode of Let's Talk Title with Emmer Post Title Services. And for now, we'll say goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>